I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. So I had this prepped for last week, but we kind of ran out of time after going so deep into Made. Um, but this is a... So I had this originally for What the Health, but What the Health got... This got bumped out for this week's What the Health. So there's this is kind of like two What the Health. Dude, this episode has like five What the Health okay, in sweet. one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we might as well just title this episode What the Health. Uh, this is crazy. So have you guys heard about these glowing cats? No. Holy no. shit. Okay. Wait, what is a glowing cat? Exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> Literal glowing cats. Like a real life cat? Here's an image. This cat is glowing in the dark. That is not a light shining on the cat. That is literally a oh. cat that is reacting to a black light. And it is, is glowing. Is a thing? Yeah, dude. Yeah. No. So, okay. So... Cats that can glow in the dark from a new genetic engineering technique, I don't know if it's CRISPR or not, um, are helping scientists study molecules that could stop AIDS. So this was announced back in September. Wait, does that mean that people who have AIDS will now glow in the dark with this new potential treatment? <laughs> I don't. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't their think anonymity, so. <laughs> their am- no. anonymity will be, will, be, will be torn away. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's not quite that. Which is but, cool because like a lot of the nightclubs that they go to are those like black light type of nightclubs. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. <laughs> that, that, was, I mean, that was not okay. What wait, you just what said. was not okay? What do, you, what do you think that I said? I just mean that there's like you know, like, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna go there. Nope, not even a little bit. All right, FGF. No, 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 no. We started. It's okay, public, so, so, so it's public record now. <laughs> oh no, oh, man! You're you getting can- you're getting fucking canceled, Brian. Um, Shit. Um, but I think what you were trying to touch on there was that um, AIDS is pretty prominent in the gay community. I wasn't saying that. Yes, you were. And uh, and that black lights, uh, I, ca- I guess, are prominent in gay bars, but I don't know if that's the case or not. Um, Glow in the dark stuff seems to be. Sounds a little it's like, stereotypical it does, to me. It does it sound a little stereotypical. It, yeah. it is stereotypical. A little bit. A little bit. Okay, so moving right along. <laughs> so far, the researchers have created three genetically engineered kittens that glow green and, and, and pass this glowing gene onto their offspring. So, so they have altered these, the genetics of these cats that, to, to glow, but also when these cats uh, copulate, they will pass that gene on. Uh, they explain, copulate? Yeah. Have you heard of that word? I have not. Was that in the article or did that just come off I, the dome for you? It just came off out of yeah. my mouth. Out of my mouth. <laughs> did it really? Yeah, copulate is another word for uh producing yeah. offspring children. Dude, good, good for you. Is this have you uh, did you uncover this in like a wordle research or something that you've done been doing or <laughs> Hey, look. Look. I might have letters. a hard time reading some of these fucking big words, but I I do actually have a vast vocabulary. Just so a, we're clear. Yeah, Okay, yep, strong vocabulary. I, I, I do have a strong vocabulary. I just, I just, I'm not good at reading. Um, <laughs> so they explain that the cats are much b- better models for AIDS viruses than mice or other animals. And this is really interesting. The reason is, um, is because the virus responsible for human immunodeficiency virus, so HIV, and female, uh, sorry, feline immunodeficiency virus, FIV, are extraordinarily similar. So FIV is AIDS for cats. 
and FIV and HIV are are not very different from one another. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're utilizing cats for this study as opposed to mice or any other animal because they're going, this is really, really similar to what we see with AIDS. Um, FIV causes AIDS with loss of infection-fighting T cells like HIV does in people. And cats get sick virtually the same uh, AIDS-defining opportunistic... They get sick from the virtually the same AIDS-defining opportunistic infections as humans who have untreated HIV, said mm-hmm. researcher uh, Eric Prishola, uh, a molecular bio- biologist and infectious disease specialist at the Mayo Clinic College of Medicine in Rochester. As such, researchers have long wanted to genetically experiment with cats to better understand how to combat AIDS. And to create genetically modified animals, scientists insert genes into their genomes often using benign viruses as the delivery vehicles. And investigators commonly target the earliest possible stages at an animal's development so that the gene gets installed into all of its cells. So they do this very early on in like the gestation period, I guess. You know where they got the idea for this? Where? They were at... uh, Cats, the musical. No, they were at uh, Putting Edge, the the glow-in-the-dark mini putt. Because the guy who was uh, invented this yeah. was on hole four at the putting edge in Bears Lake, and there's uh-huh. a cat at the end of the thing, and he saw that, and the idea sort of hit him like a light bulb, and he was like, "If I can make the cats glow in the dark, I can solve the AIDS crisis." Jeez, Brian, were you a, a part of this? Were you a part of the study? I was, yeah. That's why I'm so. That's why research? I'm able to joke about this, guys, because you know, like I know this inside and out. You're two for two right. today, so Brian. <laughs> right. So you're trying to give reason to why you were so uh, socially. No, 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 no. No, that has nothing to do with that from earlier on. This is a <laughs> yeah, totally. You'll, as as Jer reads the article, you'll find out more about how this was. Oh, right. Man, just keep digging that <laughs> hole, Brian. Uh, tinkering with gene, cat genes. So 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 at first, scientists created genetically engineered cats using cloning. Which is so fucking crazy. I still, I still, t- I know that we've cloned animals, but still to this day, how are we not talking about that every single day? Like that is just a <laughs> I fucking. Wanna, cr- I know. It's I want to clone. I want a Loki clone. You know, Barbara Streisand has clone cloned her ducks. Yes. You yeah. know, I I actually don't find cloning that impressive. What? Because like here we go. Like, Here's some fucking stupid story about the gas station in Dartmouth. That fucking Jesus fucking Christ, Brian. No, no, get no, it no, out, dude. No, get it out. No, no. But here's what I, I actually I legitimately mean this because I am a clone of my brother, right? Like, well, genetically we are the exact same. We are like we have the exact same DNA, and and this is why it's unremarkable because we are totally different. So like. When I think of a clone, I understand that, I Brian. But, like, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold the fucking phone. <laughs> you guys were both, you guys both slipped out of the pussy at the exact same time. No, no, we were a C-section baby. Okay, whatever. You were yeah. both pulled out of a belly at the exact same time. Yeah. Okay, uh, you are sitting here telling me that if <laughs> somehow some fucking scientist came in here and cloned you at thirty, but born brand new. And then by the time you're 60, you at 30 is 30, your clone. That that's not fucking making your mind explode yes, at the possibility it's, it's of not, how fucked that is? It's not because it's not me. It's not what makes me me. And that's why. So when I think of cloning, when I think of cloning, I, I legitimately mean this. When I think of cloning, I think of like the sci-fi cloning. Like there is two of exactly you like personality experiences, everything. Guys. And you have like guys the exact same person like have in the you, science science fiction version with this type of cloning it's just like you're just made twins in a petri dish ha, have you seen swan song have you seen swan song no yet. if you say that have you seen swan song if you say that enough it really does start to sound strange have you seen swan song <laughs> because no, it's why? incredible it okay any anybody who's listening to this anybody who's listening to this show should watch swan song because it and it really sounds like i'm talking gibberish now it's it's um uh is it maha is it mahershala is that how you say his first name mahershala yeah, ali? mahershala ali yeah he is uh the lead in this uh movie him and uh naomi Wa- naomi watts i think it is and um and basically the, the the premise of the movie is that 
he is he has and this is not spoiler alert this is all like first two minutes of the movie type stuff and like trailer stuff um he is he has cancer he's terminal cancer and he and he tells nobody so nobody in his life knows and he and then the, there's a sci-fi aspect to this where he is has the choice uh to get a clone of himself made and the only way that this that he remains that this choice remains for him is if nobody knows that okay what he's going through. don't say anything else to, to i i don't want to know anymore because i didn't know any of that already and and already i'm I, don't please don't tell me anything else we'll watch it and we'll talk about it next week i'll watch it tonight but the, we'll talk about but it next the week. clone the clone version of him in this scientific <laughs> in this scientific way is that is please in the please sense that, please stop <laughs> no, I'm not, no, no, I'm just, no, this is, this is just, this it's is just what I was talking what about. Oh, I don't saying, want to know is, is anymore. That, you're saying that it, is that it it's maps. not just a genetic clone. Yes. It's also like a down. Also a memory clone. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Yeah. So when, so, when so I Brian, hear clones, so Brian, yeah, Brian, that's not the reality we live in, but the reality we re- live in is almost as fucking crazy as that. Yeah. Which is why I find it underwhelming because Dude, we've been over promised in science you make fiction. Me fucking angry. We've been over promised in movies like this <laughs> fucking movie. Damn it. You make me fucking it's because of swan song that Dude, you know I don't what? fucking care about clones. You know what? This is the fucking equivalent of man. I can't man. So many people are listening right now. So fucking angry. Yeah. You for not, and, and not I validating and my opinion. No, no, no. Yeah. Because this opinion is fucking stupid. And you know what? This Maybe is, this you. is the exact, Exact same thing as when someone says, man, you're not going to believe how much I paid for this couch today. How much do you think I paid for this couch? And someone goes, $750,000. And you're like, well, fuck no. Like, no, because that's just a super unreasonable, dumb fucking guess. And you just took the fun out of the thing that we're doing, dude. which was guess how much I paid for the couch. That was too much money. That is a perfect example of why I feel this way, because science fiction has been like, Guess what? Seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and then I learn about the real clones, and I'm like, they're not really that impressive, man. This is the dumbest episode. Fuck this podcast. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. I mean, Brian's going to be canceled by the end of the next week anyway, so we'll have to have a new guest. Well, good thing I have a clone that's not exactly me because <laughs> yeah. he can replace me. Yeah. So, uh, so, so at first, uh, coming back to the story that has had nothing to do with anything we've just been talking about, um, uh, they they first started genetically engineering the cats by by cloning. Um, which meant that injecting a gene into a cell um, from the skin, for instance, and then implanting the modified nucleus of that cell into an egg uh, that had the nucleus removed. And the resulting cell then develops into the embryo, much like a fertilized egg would. Now, in this manner, researchers generated felines that were either fluorescent red or green, a glow-in-the-dark cat being visible proof uh, visible proof of the genetic engineering succeeding. So, the the, ca- the cats that are being born glowing green, they're going okay. There we go. Like we, uh, this okay. is the proof that we did the thing that we set out to do, which was cloning these cats. So it's not a, it's not a, it's not inherent. It's not that the that the the glow in the dark feature is is like essential to no whatever they're doing. It they're is adding the, it in. That's right. As a marker. This is literally for them to go, okay, we are now we are now validated that what we have done has been a successful experiment. Yes. Do you, do you right, think that yes. they were like, what kind of cool thing could we do? How about glowing in the dark? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, yeah, like, you know. Something benign so, Yeah, like, gonna, like, fuck up the cat population? Yeah, exactly. Like, like we don't yeah. want a, a cat born with no teeth. You know, like, that would just be bad, yeah. right? But if so, it like, glowed in the dark, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's like, I don't think it's harming. I don't think it's harming the animal. You know, it's yeah. it's a very yeah. uh, evident marker of like, okay, well, this yeah. is unique. You know, it's not like they, they wanted to, to be. They wanted it to be cool, like because they cloned it, which wasn't very fucking cool. So yeah, they had to step up the coolness factor, and they're like, well, we'll clone it, but it will glow in the dark. Do you think there was an aspect of yeah. this where they were like, oh, this will be good marketing for like when we when we advertise the fact that we I are doing bet, this research? I actually bet you there was a little bit of that discussion. I bet too. Of going. Yeah. Plus the cat will glow in the dark, which will be clickbaity. Because like the picture that yeah. was taken was like a pretty good professional. Fucking, like they were like, "Hey, let's yeah. capture this. Yeah, this is cool." Yeah, if scientific American readers are gonna love this. Yeah, if you want to see the cat, you can go to uh, YouTube right now and watch the episode over on YouTube. Um, so, so however, this kind of cloning is actually um, well, 
This might surprise Brian, but uh, this kind of cloning is actually extraordinarily difficult to perform. Um, <laughs> as, it, as it essentially <laughs> involves delicate surgery on cells. <laughs> in addition, in addition, the manhandling uh, that both nucleus and egg experience um, and, the, and the reprogramming the nucleus undergoes from adult to embryonic status often leads to animals that might look normal but have uh, aberrations on the molecular and cellular level. So, so there's there's a lot of um, there's a lot of like really precise technique that has to go into this. So this this thing isn't born, you know, like just born with liquid organs, you know, something just like horrible like that. So um, now scientists have developed a new way to create genetically engineered domestic cats. So the outside of the cloning thing, where they they modify egg cells directly with viruses, the amount of genetic material they implant within the cats was tiny. If the entire string of DNA, this is so crazy. If the entire string of DNA that is the cat, um, that is the cat genome were unraveled and depicted as a highway reaching across the United States from New York to LA, the inserted material would be equal in length to one of the little dashed yellow lines in the middle of the highway somewhere out in Nebraska. Whoa. That's how, that that's, that's how like minuscule this fucking work is being done. Whoa. Now, Brian, does that blow your mind? Yeah. It's just, I wouldn't call it a clone, <laughs> you know, like I would just say they, because like that was cool. Like that's, that, that, that cool. cool highway description. That was enough to, for me to go, Hey, good work. Scientists. I mean, all, have to, all Brian yeah, ever needs you know? is a, is a, is a solid visualization to yes. help him along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what? It's it's purely the fact that I am a clone that I I just find it underwhelming, you know. Yeah. Uh, this efficient process, the first time sex cells of a carnivore have been genetically modified, led to embryos that robustly expressed the implanted gene without all the complexities cloning can involve. So the result: three healthy kittens that glowed green when a blue light was shone on them, and transmitted the gene to their offspring. Um, wait, are you saying there was three clones? There are three kittens that were born this way and all three of them glow in the dark. Cause if it's a triple clone, that sort of changes it for me. There we go. We got him. We got him folks. <laughs> yeah. He's on, uh, the as research that comes in threes. So the researchers took all this, all this crazy catch it. And then they applied this approach to investigating resistance to AIDS. Uh, quote, we want to see if we can protect the domestic cat against the AIDS virus. And if we can protect any species, eventually including our own, against its own AIDS virus, um, the aim of future treatments is a gene therapy that can introduce protective genes into people that help them fight off HIV. So to do so, they created transgen- uh, transgenic cats that generated or expressed antiviral proteins taken from the rhesus monkeys. <laughs> And uh, Reese's appear- macaques. Uh, uh, such molecules can block retroviruses such as HIV and FIV. Pre- preliminary results suggested cells from these cats grown in the lab resisted replication of the feline AIDS virus, keeping them keeping it from spreading. And I think you know what's I interesting think the, here. I think the reason for that is because like rhesus monkeys are are there's there's some I, I think they're like immune to AIDS or something. Like there's like a a reason why they use those monkeys. I wonder what uh, what 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 is interesting to me on this is that this is about protecting uh, humans from AIDS. Eventually down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually using, using it sound, this sounds like they're using CRISPR to do this. Um, Yeah. Yeah. uh, That was what the guy in China, the doc in China is in jail for, 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 yeah. well, I mean, there were some ethical violations, which I think, was I, I think not his, telling, not I, telling people that he was I, doing this to their he, children. That yeah, was I, I, I think his problem no, was no. he was, he was going, oh, you guys are doing this with those cats? Fuck it. I'll just do it with humans first without even looking into it. But cause he a, did it and he, and he inserted, he, he inserted did, yeah. some gene that, that's right. That uh, makes it so that the people who have that gene aren't, they can't get HIV like yeah. similar to how, Jr. can't get cholera, yeah, yeah. But um, but and those kids now glow in the dark. <laughs> so wait, wait, but but so if this was you, so theoretically this works, let's say, and 
they, you know, adapt it to be used in humans to prevent them from, from getting a- HIV. Mm. Um, is that, if it's genetically modifying them, isn't that not ethical? Like, is like how, what's the path to making that ethical? Well, it's, it's a difference between whether it's, uh, and I can't, it's, it's called germline right. or somatic. And one of them, I can't remember which is which, but one of them will, if you make a genetic change to somebody, one yeah. of them means that it will it stay on. within you. And then and the other one means that if you have children, it will go to your children. Whereas yeah, the right. other one is that if you have children, it, that, that, yeah. that, that change won't get passed on. And we can't and do the that. Passing on yeah. that it's yeah. the passing on that's very, that's a, that's a, a hard a no, no. no across ethical. At least right now. E- everywhere. Right now, that's a hard no. That, that could change. Isn't it like really unlikely that that would change though? Uh, hey, it was really unlikely that a uh, reality television television host was not going to become president of the United <laughs> States one day. Um, this but is he, true, but he did. Uh, and and boy, oh boy, boy howdy, did that <laughs> fuck a bunch of shit up. So uh, really, boy, like howdy. we 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 honestly don't know. But as it stands right now, that's that's the hard no. You, and you know, can I ask you guys a question? Um, you have to. I asked if I could ask you a question, so you have to answer. If it has to do with Trump, I really don't want to go. No, there. it doesn't. It okay, yeah, sweet, sweet. Okay. Um, it, it, it has to do with clones. Yes. <laughs> and so, we got to get off this tough wait, wait. subject. It's been twenty goddamn minutes. <laughs> no, it's fine. We can stay on this all day because uh, I have a lot to say about clones. As yeah, you guys, I, I can fucking tell, dude. <laughs> but wait, do you guys think that someday a clone will be made that is an exact mirror of its original? self and based on experience and emotions and like it, that it would respond almost exactly the same and contain all the same memories. I'm going to save you. I'm going to save you from asking me a question like that ever again in the future. <laughs> I because, do love speculating. No, no, I do. I do. I, I do. But, but, and I don't mean that like, as in don't fucking ask me this shit again. It sounded what, like you were saying, no, 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 no. <laughs> what I, what I mean is that if you ever have to ask me a question that is like, do you ever picture, um, you know, in the future, this type of thing happening? 100% yes. 100%. All depends. Well, because I say it, no. It, it, well, yeah. no, 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 no. That's that. Now, here, here we go. On this particular are you thing. Are you saying no because the human race won't last long enough? Because what I'm no. saying, what I'm saying is that if we do not hit an existential crisis within the next thousand years, Yeah. I believe yes, it's possible. Like, I don't know. Ev- I don't know. It's, anything is possible, dude. I don't anything. think that it will be impossible to do. I think that there's an ethical line that I that I I don't know if we'll ever cross. What about with a pig or, that or we'll something ever, like that? I don't think that there's an. I don't think that there's a. I think there's an ethical line that we will that we won't cross as a as a species where where everyone agrees and accepts that this is the way. That the, Dude, the way yeah, we but do think things. about the history of the human race of the things that we used to that we used to just th- we like, used to watch people get in fights with a lion. We used, and to, we used to pay to I go. Know. We used See, to know, literally line up to watch people that be hanged in the fucking yeah. in, in like in the in the town square, and like we're eating popcorn while someone was. Just I know what I'm saying being is that burned to that, death. That's a. I think that I think that's that that strengthens what what I'm saying. Whereas because I think that. Cloning somebody to the exact, like, you know, down to the memory of you would be a step backwards in ethical framework. So, okay, I get that. But my point is that. And we've we, only gone forward, I think. Maybe, no, no, not, no, no, on no, a, maybe no. not on a different planet. Oh, we though. haven't only gone forward, dude. I mean, you can't, you fucking, the, you get, the, a, you get a, an abortion part. in Texas right now and you'll fucking go to jail. Like, like, what my, my, my whole point is that we, there are so many people that exist that we honestly have no fucking clue how any kind of particular um, situation or experience could completely shift the way we think and the way that we act and the way that we go about our lives. Like it's, I think it's hard to to look at it now because you go, well, that I, it's, it's fucking impossible to think about how mm. we would ever revert to that. But dude, look at COVID. Look at the way that the world has reacted to COVID. If you had, if you had said in, in March of 2020 that we would be where we are now in terms of the way that like the world is so divisive based on this 
thing that we all could get and be really fucked up from, mm-hmm. I would go, no, come on. There's no way. There's no way. Like we, we're all collectively, we would go through it together and we would all understand that. No, no, also, man. Like, I mean, I mean, I don't for- think we, I don't think we, I, I, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's ignorant to, to assume that we wouldn't go in a direction that you didn't think we could ever go into. I think that that's I don't fair. think that I don't I I don't I I I agree with you on I agree with you in that sense for probably most everything in that you could come up with except cloning. I I I I, I have a, I have a, I have a hard I have a hard time with this one because because when like when we were talking about the somatic like we in this is a this is something that we've ta- that I've I've brought up a, a handful of times when we whenever we've got into the gene editing conversation <clears throat> which is the conversation, uh, which is the show called uh, Unnatural Selection. And one of the main themes on the show was uh, this guy, I think his name's Kevin something. He works at MIT and he's a, he's a geneticist. And he wanted to, he wanted to do something like fairly, fairly uh, obvious that, that, that only has benef- benefits really, at least that you can tell, that you can see, which was to, make a a a change to the genes i got to turn off my my shit here i'm getting a feedback um which was to turn off the gene in mice on Nan- nantucket island i believe and if you if you put this mouse out into the uh out into the 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 the, the real world ecosystem in nantucket then that mouse would proliferate, and it is mainly mice that are on Nantucket that are making uh, Lyme disease spread throughout North America and especially in the in the Northeast, where where it's you know out of control. And that was that was shut down because it was it was it was deemed that making a genetic change that would forever alter a species in the actual ecosystem was was not so was not okay and and okay. and i hear you in in saying that you know a thousand years from now yeah uh, well let, yeah. well let, like okay if you play, to, to, if you play you know, that even, scenario even, out a thousand even, even a, without, a thousand times over a thousand years then even without maybe the thousand years at some point. even without the thousand years just hypothesize this day Let's imagine that Germany won World War II. Now, if you look at the scientific experiments for the greater good of humanity, according to the Nazis, if you look at what they were trying, what, not what they were trying to do, what they actually fucking did to humans, which to them was ethically totally okay because fuck Jews. Now, if Germany won the war, well, I don't think it was necessarily ethically okay. I think that there was no, just no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is to them, it would to that to them it made sense that it was ethically okay because Jews are lesser than, and we can do whatever the fuck we want to them. Is to, what they were saying to advance to advance the the the, the you know science according to the human race, according to the Nazis. That was their thought, their thought process. Let's say they won the war. Well. Science as we know it would be fucking completely dude, different right dude, now. You don't even have to go back in time. Think about Russia right now. If, say, Russia, <clears throat> you know, took over the entire world right now. And it'd be a really, it'd that, be a really weird, it would be a really that, weird place. I know that that's very unlikely I mean, and not it, possible. I, but, no, I know. But at the same time, the beliefs that are held within society there and culturally are different than... It would pour over. Certainly what we are yes. talking about yeah. here in, in so, the West. And, and so that's my point, Tay, is that like, is, is yes, if things continue the way that they go right now, ethically, those things probably will, will never actually cross that line. But, but we really, it's, it's so hard to tell how... So many, so many possibilities of experiences could literally shift the landscape of the worldview of every single human on the planet. You and, guys are, and I, 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 I don't think it's that crazy to think that there will be a time, and not even like not even something so sinister as like, oh, the Nazis won, and and now we're all like under this regime that that believe in you know eugenics and all this fucked up shit. But but even something like you know, again, looking at COVID, like some sort of 
some sort of like existential event that almost wipes out the entire planet. What kind of impact does that have on science in terms of like extending the life of humans, you know? Um, and again, this is all so speculative and fucking hypothetical, but like, like, let's just say that, uh, you know, a huge, a huge fucking, a, a, a comet hits the earth, wipes out a bunch of people, but we're at a point where we're going, all right, well, we got to get off this planet. Some of us have to stay, but some of us have to go. And you have the opportunity to clone yourself to be a part of the, you know, that clone can be a part of the new fucking world order. Yeah. The new world order that's going to go and, and be a sure. part of you the know, world economic like, form. <clears throat> yeah. All these, there's, I mean, <laughs> you, you know, 500 years from now, like there's, it's so wait, crazy wait, wait. to think that in, in, in the atmosphere, in the, in the circumstance of an emergency, I think, I think everything goes out the window, but in yeah. the absence of a, of a global disaster emergency situation, that is, you know, several hundred times greater than the, than what we went through in the last two years. And my point uh, is that those, those emergencies, I mean, we are we are staring down the barrel of of fifty of them that could that could Brian's, pop off at any fucking time. Guys, Brian's got his hand raised. I just want Brian's to say, ADD, ADHD is kicking in, and he can't um, just um, listen for a second. I'm listening. Fucking, I'm, I'm listening. Just needs to jump in. I'm listening, and I'm waiting patiently to talk. And if you think that I need to jump in, you guys should hear yourselves talk on this podcast. So all I want to say, and get the final last word on this after ten minutes of not talking. Is I just want to say to bring this full circle, you guys have missed the entire point of my initial question about cloning because cloning doesn't necessarily alter the gene pool. It just duplicates something that's already happening. So I think ethically, it's totally fine to clone people. And I don't think that that, that is germline or somatic or whichever one is the bad one. Um, I don't think that has any effect on that. Jeez. So I think cloning is totally cool. Were... Eventually it will I... happen. I thought That's you were going to find say. a. I thought you were going to find a way to bring this back to 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 <laughs> the prevalence of 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 black lights at gay nightclubs. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying really hard, but it was one step too far removed. I mean, if you wanted to cut that out, we at this point we've referred to it so much. There's no way you can. Cut no, it no, out. I, don't, fucked, I don't want to cut it out You're because fucked. I think You're I think fucked. it's it's. Uh, I, never mind. I don't, I don't have to fucking explain myself to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, listen. Do you guys have you guys seen this picture before? Look at this sweet little thing. Oh my that god, is like, that my uh, kid, dude? That's is it, wait. Is I, that an, I, is that an oh, IUD? I hope. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, you saw it. Oh my god, no, dude, you saw it. So listen, folks, we're looking at a photo of an infant uh, that has just come out of uh, the body of another human, and uh, you can tell because it's like it's really red and like it's just newborn as shit. <laughs> you, you can tell just by the way that it is. Uh, and, and in this newborn's hands is is literally it is clasping an IUD. Now this was uh, this came up in our Patreon hangout last night with uh, with our with our patrons over Zoom. Uh, we were hanging out. We were talking about IUDs for a bit, and then somebody sent me this link, and I did I didn't know about this. This happened a little while ago. This is a photo of a baby holding a uh, Marina IUD. It was super viral. Here's a little closer image you Man. can see there. In the hands, holding the fucking IUD in his little little baby hands. You know what? So this is this is a PSA for the fact that IUDs don't, don't always work. prevent pregnancy <laughs> yeah well, well well typically they do Not that they don't work because yes, they yeah. do work they do work but that's they, why i said they, don't yeah, always. yeah. They, <laughs> they only work if they're um if the if they're if they're properly uh fixated it where they should be <laughs> that uh, baby just fucking clearly took it right out and he said not not, not today not mommy today. yeah so so this uh this image went super viral on facebook a couple of years ago and it shows a one week old um, one week old Dexter Benjamin Manuel Tyler holding his mother's IUD in his hand minutes after giving birth. So the the 34-year-old resident of Fort Mitchell, uh, Alabama, uh, gave birth to her little boy on April 27th uh, via scheduled C-section. Uh, he's now dubbed the Marina Baby, uh, the brand name of the IUD. Uh, Hellion said she first got the form of birth control during the summer of 2016. So for people who aren't aware... An IUD is a form of birth control. It's a thing that is a little like like application that is literally inserted up into. I believe it like it like it rests like it goes through the cervix. Perhaps. It goes way up there. It goes way up in there. Fucking ding dong. Let me give it a, me, like, uh, I don't give know, it a but, goog. 
but I'm pretty sure it goes it, it, it like it basically goes through the cervix and then it looks like a little T and the T would like basically be kind of like a butt plug. Like the T part would be preventing it from slipping all the way in. And it's a form of birth control. So like, you know, when, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know, I'm sure that they, this is probably what they say, but like when Bridie got her IUD before I thought that I was, or before I knew that I was sterile, we were having sex without a condom. We were, it was, it was just the two of us having sex together. So it was like, all right, we're, you know, we feel confident that like STIs are not a, pro, a part of our, our world right now. So the only thing is we don't want to get pregnant, but you have an IUD. So we had unprotected sex. Um, <clears throat> and I guess that they, they have IUDs that last, I think the Morena one has like hormones that expel, like seep out of it for five years that, uh, that can like the, the same kind of hormones that you get from like a birth control. Oh yeah. Pill. Do, I'm, do you uh, feel I'm like, looking at, I'm looking at it here. It goes, it, it, oh yeah, it goes it sits uh, way up there. Yeah, it's like it's basically like sits like through the cervix and then in the uterus and then the two arms on the side, like the fish hook sort of looking things. Um, they it almost looks like they're in this one image. They're like blocking the fallopian tubes. Hmm. Oh shit! Wow. So it goes way up. There. It's way up there. It's yeah. like, okay. So it's here, like so right here, in your uterus. It's like taking up your entire Whoa, uterus. Crazy. And also the pointy end <clears throat> isn't sticking down. It's like sticking it's further sticking up. up. Yeah, it's yeah. sticking up. Yeah, the T is like closer to the vag- vaginal opening. Yeah. Okay, so so oh but my not God. even that So close. many women are listening to this right now going, you guys are fucking idiots. Yeah. I mean, they yeah, thought that. 100%. They were 35 did, minutes were When you were having sex with Bridie with the ID, did you not call it unprotected sex? Did you call it like like minimally protected sex just to make yourself feel like 5% better that there's like a little bit of protection. I just call it raw dogging. Um, but so, 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 so when, when so when, so when, the reason why I thought it was at the service is because when I was raw dogging Bridie back then, um, I was, I, there was one time we had sex and I was like, I was like, we finished. And I was like, Oh babe, I, I felt like, I felt like I was, scraping my dick against like a, a, like, a oh. like like a metal like like a metal um oh, cork, corkscrew no. and she was like no and i was like yeah and she was like uh that could be my iud and i was like jesus christ now i mean it makes a lot of sense because um as we all know as the you know the three of us know very well that like i i turned down a very lucrative career in pornography um, mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it was our Jeff, our agent saw me peeing at a urinal and was like, dude, I Have can you consider you, I can yeah. get you work. Uh, do you not realize what you're, what you've got hanging off of you there? It's, it's freakish. And, and I, and I said, no, no, I, I've, I've got a podcast to focus on. Um, so, so I thought maybe that was the reason was because of my, um, 73 inch hog um, that uh, that might have been poking that IUD. But it uh, turns out the IUD, which which this is common, was out of place. I don't know if it's common, but this happens. So I think this is what was happening with uh, with this IUD baby. So the uh, the Marina baby, this was actually this woman's third IUD. And the first two, she said, worked great. But uh, Hellion fa- first found out that she was pregnant in December of 2016. She said, quote, I was scared at first since I had a marina. Uh, from what I read online, the majority of IUD pregnancies are either not viable or end in miscarriage. I assumed I was only a few weeks along, eight weeks at the most. But she decided to go ahead with the pregnancy regardless. During the first ultrasound, doctors told her she was about 18 weeks pregnant. You guys think that uh, when... when- uh, people who use IUDs talk about them like there's they're like out at dinner and they're like talking about the type of IUD that they use. Do you think like the marina is like sort of like a guy talking about his truck and like yeah, it's got a Hemi? Um, no. Yes. <laughs> no, you're you're no, you're wrong, Jared. Definitely. Okay. You're definitely right. <laughs> like it sounds like the like, but, well, the I do, brand I, name. Well, I do, yeah, I, do, I get what you mean. And, well, I mean that happened in the call last night. Like, like one of the, one of the people in the call was like, oh yeah, I had a Marina and yeah. And like, and you could tell, you could see all, all the women's eyes sort of like sparkle at the idea. Like, like, dude, oh, wow, bro, you are, you are, you've got dude, the Marina. You are looking to get hated on this. Why? Movie. Why would that, why would that, <laughs> that, that was like the second, that was like the third <laughs> worst thing. 
The worst thing was your bit about your your seventy six inch hog is like the worst thing that was said on this podcast so far. Hey man, uh, well hey. I don't know about that. It, I'm, um, not, I'm, I'm not. Lying. Hey, I got a fun fact. I got a fun I'm not, fact I'm not over for you here guys. Just telling, talking shit. Wait, I got why, a fun why, fact for you guys. But, but actually, the brand name, the Marina. Don't you think that's? Uh, I mean, I think it's a. I think it's a pretty common uh, IUD that's used because it, it. The Marina one is the is one of the ones that um, like top notch that that like seeps out the hormones. So right, it's, like rolls, it's, 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 it's different. Royce. It's different than the copper. The copper IUD. The copper one right. sounds like the basic model. I think and the, the Marina is like the, the, the copper one was the one I was stabbing because it was. It felt like copper. Well, that's because it was like the. You know, basic model. <laughs> I wasn't joking right, about the right. stabbing thing. That I that actually no, happened. I it was, I it was extraordinarily you, uncomfortable. I know that you're serious I've, about that. I've heard you say that. You guys, a fun fact that I want to share with you, which is something that Kyla told me the other day. This, this <laughs> relates to this relates loosely to everything we're talking about. In pregnancy, a uterus grows up to a thousand times its normal size. No. What? No. <laughs> yeah. Is the baby inside the uterus? Yes. Yeah. Dude, how small wow. is the uterus before wow. before <laughs> like Yeah, wait, what? It's very small. Like Dude. this big. No, no, no. It's but got to be smaller than that. That's a thousand. Think about it. Yeah. A newborn baby. Dude, it's got to be like, you can't see a uterus. See, if it could grow if a thousand, thousand times, times in size. It would swallow volume. you from the inside. In volume. In volume. Because it's a it's a it's a measurement of volume, not like a measurement of like of not size, a measurement of, uh, of general not a measurement size. of yeah 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 not a measurement of like height first height and width. But think of it if oh, it was okay, a, if sorry. it was an That's inch what I was if it was an inch in volume like a cubic inch of volume or whatever then that means that it would be a thousand cubic inches of volume. It's got to be really it, small. Right? How big is a uterus? Right? That makes sense. Right? I mean, it's, a, it's pretty much as big as that IUD is. I'm picturing it like coming outside no, of you and like literally smaller. going. Wrapping, eating your whole body from the outside in. Dude, I'm, I'm looking at. Dude, I'm looking. Dude, I'm look, The internet is telling me that I'm right. Yeah, Health no, is uteruses are. Right. Uh, they're not small. I mean, you well, know, they're not. I mean, they're not. They're not. Sorry, they're not minuscule. How does how how is it that how does that make sense? How does that make sense? A thousand times its size. I want to see. I told you. It was, like, I is there, told you it was going to blow your mind. It's like a real life. Like, but is there does, like like Taylor or like Brian said, how does that not swallow the person? I need an analogy. <laughs> yeah, this is. Oh, I can't picture this. This is where an analogy. This is where an analogy really helps. And we did. Where did Kyla read this? On Goop or something, dude? Come I'm, on. I'm dude. This is. I'm reading this on Healthline literally right now. The uterus normally fits into the pelvis when you're pregnant. Your growing baby will cause your uterus to increase in size. 1,000 times from the size of a clenched fist to a watermelon or larger by the time you deliver. But how does that make sense? Like, like, I, can you explain the volume thing to me? Like, cause it's a measurement of, it's a me, it's a, yeah, it's just, it's just the way, um, it would be like, uh, like if you filled the uterus, the, the fist size uterus with, um, with milk and then you extended it to the watermelon size and filled it with milk. The amount of milk in the watermelon-sized one is a thousand times the amount of milk that's in the fist-sized one. Right. Yes. Actually, that's it. Yes. <laughs> the fuck. So wait, but like a, a fist, <laughs> a fist size of milk is like that's like three quarters of a cup. What's it's three quarters un, of a cup times a thousand? Figure. Three quarters I, of a cup times a thousand is like seven hundred gallons, dude. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. This doesn't. This is a lie. A, this is a fucking lie. It is a mind-boggling. Why didn't we figure. ask Elizabeth Randall this the other day? I didn't. This is. Uh, we need a professional here to help. To help See, me. the only thing I'm getting for analogies is that yes, a dung <laughs> a dung beetle can lift a human because it's a thousand times heavier than the dung beetle. I it's, it's, a dung beetle can't lift me, <laughs> and I don't weigh can. that much. Apparently, can it says so on Healthline. Dude, Healthline <laughs> is Cora 2022. <laughs> Fuck out of here with Healthline. Uh, Might as well be reading an article from The Sun. I can't uh, find sp- any good analogy. Spe- <laughs> speaking of The Sun, um, I've got a uh, I've got an article here um, from The Sun, actually, for real. Well, can you believe that an ant can lift 5,000 times its body weight? I can, because I've seen ants lifting like dead birds. Do you think that's 1,000, 5,000 times its body weight? That would make sense to me. Probably, yeah. yeah that makes sense. probably be good. Yeah. For sure, like think about an ant. Yeah, an ant is no heavier than a, a, a like a, a fleck of this carpet, you know. Yeah, a bird, you know, 
two birds in the hand is one in the pan when they, you know what they say. <laughs> I'm really glad that uh, Tiller didn't say, do you guys want to guess how big in size a uterus grows? How many times bigger grows? Because I would have been like 750,000 times bigger. Yeah, 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 and then right. you would have said yeah, thousand right. and we wouldn't even we have wouldn't, this conversation. We wouldn't even have this conversation. <laughs> yeah, you right. Are vegans actually unhealthy? Does cannabis ruin your sleep? And why are so many men taking testosterone supplements? I'm Mitch. And I'm Greg. And we're the creators of the popular YouTube channel, ASAP Science. Every week on our podcast, Side Note by ASAP Science, we explain the science behind a controversial subject with recent research, up-to-date studies, and ridiculous stories so you are entertained while, bam, simultaneously learning. We're here to make science make sense. Download Side Note by ASAP Science wherever you got your podcasts. So anyway, uh, speaking of the sun, here's an article, and this is real. Uh, this is for, <laughs> this is for this week's uh, uh, segment of what the hell? <laughs> um, this this story actually for real hurts me. This story, I I had a hard time listening to the story uh, and reading the story. So a uh, woman's UTI was actually just a glass tumbler that was lodged in her bladder for four years. Wait, sorry, what was, la- what was lodged? <laughs> so you know a woman what? thought she had a UTI, okay? Uh, she didn't. She had a glass tumbler, oh, like yes. the glass that you would get a cup of water at at your like local diner, lodged in her bladder, for four years. You know what? How this honestly did that happen? You just well, did what we were been talking about with this. Because if you didn't say the thousand time uterus size thing, and then we went into this article, I, like now I'm underwhelmed because I don't think a glass tumbler is a thousand times the size of a uterus, dude. Let's just okay. Look at this. This is the fucking image. Okay, that's disgusting. Wow. Look at that. Does wow. that not fucking change your mind? Dude? No, yeah, that changes. That my is mind. a glass tumbler with so within a bladder stone. That's uh yeah that really the bladder fucking, stone formed around the tumbler. That changed my mind real quick. Real quick, yeah. That's yeah, so made me up. Fe- made that me feel fucking, gross. That gets you back to reality. So this woman um uh who doctors just initially thought she had a UTI, um they were wrong. Turned out she had a fucking glass stuck in her bladder for four years. She was a 45-year-old woman. She came to the hospital complaining of uh, typical lower UTI symptoms, such as leaking. But doctors were left stunned when scans revealed there was a glass inside her bladder. Well, I, uh, you know what? This is an image right here. What we're looking at is an image of the X-ray of the glass. It's a perfectly formed, like, it's not a pint glass, but it's like it's like a quarter pint glass. It's like a small it, fat. It's what glass. you would drink uh, uh, an old fashioned from, you know, mm-hmm. like a yeah. like like it's just a, yes. just a typical kind of like diner like a rock tumbler. Glass. You know, it's yes. The crazy thing that is when you first um, said this, like I was like, whoa, that's cr-. like that's pretty crazy. And yeah. then when you showed the pictures, I was like, oh, that makes it me makes feel you, sick. It, makes it hurt. Yeah, it hurts. but I didn't initially think. How did she not know? She knew. Okay. No, she knew. Because <laughs> that would make sense. Like, I feel like she you knew, would. She like, knew. If you, she knew. I mean, I'm not saying like that, that like, I'm not knocking the fact that you might be playing around with that and doing the thing. But like, I, it surprised me that like for four years you would leave it up there and go. No, ah, yeah. Well. yeah. She left it up there for four years. She knew. Um, it was in case. So the whole thing was encased uh, by an eight centimeter wide bladder stone. Which are normally so small, they're hard to see with the naked eye. So this thing was eight, three inches wide. Um, the woman from Tunisia revealed that she had used the drinking glass as a sex toy a number of years before. Evidently, she had, re- she had inserted it. So she didn't even put this thing in her vagina. She shoved this into her urethra. Whoa. How? Dude, I How? Even- How? How is I that even, even possible? How I is it even, even possible to stick a tumbler into your urethra? Well, your urethra I mean, can stretch to 2,000 times its size. 
<laughs> Dude, ob- apparently, because we're cause actually yeah, I'm thinking. I mean, yeah, Kyle's, man. Staring, Kyle's staring down the barrel of a of a of a catheter that needs to go in. Well, a oh, to no, induce to no, induce her pregnancy. No, 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 then, no, then, no. Yeah, and then B also to have a catheter while like depending on how long the I, labor takes I, that it yeah, in yeah, for yeah, for, yeah. for urination. So like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like. This God, is this, like this guy. This hurts me. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh here. Oh here. Here, Kyla's Kyla's signaling. Me to, <laughs> she to wants to give you talk more. about it. No, no Kyla. No. She, wants, she wants me to give you more detail. So here, this is this is no. what this is this is what the induction looks like for Kyla. So she will go in. They will put a catheter, and on the end of the catheter, they will have an an, an uninflated balloon. Well, that's how catheters that then, stay in. That's how they stay that then, in. Then they will. Then they will. Blow they they will they will blow up the balloon yeah and then the balloon will act like the head of the baby putting pressure on the cervix to <gasps> open up whoa oh my god cool. no oh that's crazy so the balloon thing I mean when it, when I had the catheter pulled out of my pee pee a long time ago the yeah. the balloon the balloon was blown up up in there and that's how it that's how it stays in. So like like right. when like when you when you have a patient who's like um mentally unwell and they're catheterized, um sometimes they'll like grab their catheter and pull it out and it's and it can really fuck your shit up. I bet because yeah. the balloon just tears up your insides. Oh. So you gotta have that balloon deflated before you have the catheter pulled out. But that's crazy. I didn't know I I I didn't know that they would use the catheter also to like stimulate pregnant uh Pregnation. Right. There's a um so basically uh, like in in the in the latter stages of of pregnancy, the they, they they measure the baby's position relative to uh the uterus or sorry to uh the cervix by calling it uh what station is the baby and the, and then the, and, and it goes by measuring it by minus one two three which is higher from the cervix and then and then right. plus one two three which basically three is the baby's head is on the cervix and 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 the dilation is happening uh Whoa. and the baby the baby coming is imminent so <sighs> if you are coming to term and you and the 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 doctor is going well for whatever reason we want to we we want to induce this pregnancy and not have it go any longer if the baby isn't at the station that is naturally producing, um, like starting labor, then the the catheter with the balloon mm. sort of like simulates that the Jesus baby is lower Christ. and then starts to open up. It's the like um, I don't like. It's that. like uh, imagine if the foot pedal <laughs> to uh, the foot pedal to like a garbage can. You know the garbage cans that like, you step on with your yeah, foot yeah. and it opens it up. Yeah. Imagine that foot pedal was on the inside. And the baby's head naturally was pushing it to let itself out of the trapdoor. <laughs> yeah, you actually like shoving a balloon down in there, blowing it up so that it slowly like presses down on the foot pedal to pop the yeah. trapdoor open and yeah. let the we baby love slide we in. love a good analogy, Brian, and especially I feel like I I feel like I feel like most people out there will love the um, the trash the baby analogy. Yeah, the yeah. correlation of the uterus and the vagina to a trash can. Yes, that's right. I wasn't saying yeah. that. I wasn't saying that they are like that. I was just, you Keep know, digging, dude. Yeah, I was Keep just digging, going and finding like a a totally thing that was just like totally random. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, um, it was a good analogy. Back to this uh, this article here. There's this is a part that maybe <laughs> makes me laugh it's really like a, hard. It's like a glow in the dark garbage can. You know? Um. Uh. So so evidently this woman she shoved the glass up into her urethra, and uh, that's the hole from which people pee, and not the vagina. So so just to make that clear. Um, they said in the article, while the article, while the medical report does not mention it, the woman may have been practicing what's known as urethral sounding, which we're familiar with on the podcast. Man, but then they go on to say this. They go on to say this very specifically, and it doesn't. It, I'm like, oh, that's not. That's not the way to say it. They go, the risky activity involves inserting a glass or object into the urethra to heighten sexual pleasure and arousal. Because <laughs> like, it's usually like not if, a glass. Yeah, like, <laughs> but, yeah it's yeah. usually. 
anything but a glass. <laughs> like yeah. the fact that. But in this case, it was a glass. <laughs> uh, doctors have had reports of people deliberately, deliberately like, placing things up there, either due to mental health problems or for pleasure. That's like if this was like <laughs> like somebody like entered a horse that's race. The article, not me. If they were like somebody entered a horse race and they were riding on the back of a dog and they were like horse races are usually ridden on the backs of dogs and oh, and not horses. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. No. Uh, the report <laughs> noted the motivations most frequently associated with right. the presence of foreign bodies within the bladder are of a sexual or erotic nature. Uh, various objects have been inserted into the bladder, and many patients fail to remove them themselves and are very embarrassed to seek medical help, uh, which is the origin of a clinical picture, which is most often atypical, which occurs in a patient particular terrain. The patient arrived at the emergency department at uh, academic ho- hospital Habib Bergubia, Bergubia uh, con- compl- uh, complaining of UTI symptoms. She reported that she had suffered cystitis, inflammation of the bladder, several times, but it had never been investigated. God damn, dude. The woman didn't have any blood in her urine, nor was she suffering any urinary incontinence. So, like, she was doing all right. Like, she was... Dude, this thing is in a fucking tumbler is in your bladder for four years. And mm-hmm. she's like, you know, not dying living. like she's she's living. Uh, but she she did have a higher than normal red blood cell range, indicating that the body was fighting off some sort of infection. Uh, bladder stones, which are usually really tiny, develop from hard masses of mineral that grow when the urine is not properly emptied from the bladder. Well, this bladder stone was a bladder boulder. And it was forming over the the span of four years. Was that the article or was that you? That's me. Um, In this case, doctors performed a surgery to remove the bladder boulder. Uh, Then they cracked it open. Can you imagine? Can you imagine these doctors kind of like on like on the set of Jurassic Park? They just pull out a dinosaur egg. They crack it open and they find a little fucking prehistoric tumbler glass popping out of this goddamn egg. That came out of this woman's bladder. No, and because I saw a picture of it, like, what do you I think their like faces that. were, dude? What do you think the doc? Like, how shocked would you be? I, man, I mean, you know, like, would you from, like? Wouldn't, from wouldn't some you just, of the stories that we've heard from docs? I feel like they're just kind of going, "Wow, man, no." I feel like they I, just go, "Wow." Wait, 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 I, wait, wait, I feel, wait, wait. I feel like, look, uh, like, a, like a, 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 the 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 leg of a table, you know. That you go uh, like I and and this is up someone's ass. You go okay, yeah, I get it. But dude, a tumbler glass inside of a bladder, like they I like would that look short at, fat. I would look at I would right. look at yeah, that exa- this, exactly, man. I'd be looking at that the same way I look at a David Blaine magic trick, where I go, I have no idea how he did it. <laughs> and then when you find out how he did it, you go, you really well, did fuck it. yeah, that makes a lot of sense, <laughs> and that's how that would work. But yeah. fuck, I did not see that. Like, <laughs> there's just like there's just it couldn't have enough, been that easy. Like, if you had to like look at a bunch of objects, if, if you had to look at a bunch of objects that look sort of like phallic, you'd think the tumbler glass would be like the last thing you would consider doing that with. But dude, it doesn't even it, phallic doesn't even matter. We're talking about the urethra, right? We're talking like, about we're talking about yeah, right. We're talking about a hole that doesn't. That isn't meant to take what? anything at all. What is? I mean, you talking about the urethra? Like, like <laughs> when some when someone when someone sounds with like a chopstick. Okay, I get it. I get that. Not the vagina. Not well, the it doesn't vagina. matter. Sounding. It, it doesn't Sounding. matter. It doesn't matter. Sounding anything. It, the sounding urethra? anything. It, like you, a chopstick or a, a like a, a metal fucking dowel or like whatever. That I go. Okay, yeah, I get it. Like that. But dude, a tumbler. Like I'm holding a, a single can of beer right now. The width of this can of beer is the same width as a tumbler. Oh, probably oh, not. Probably and like, th- not like even. <laughs> I can't mm. even. I literally, it f- physics. It's physics, you put, dude. You could put that in your butt, though. I could easily yeah, put that in hole? my butt. My butt stretches. I my my piss my piss hole. I mean, does it stretch like that? Two thousand times bigger. I mean, if the uterus is just totally wherever, I don't know. If the uterus is any indication, I mean, I, mean, I guess the human body, we're just human stretchy body is all over. Capable of incredible yeah. things. Fucking hell, man. Anyway, she's um, she's alive. Wow, she okay? yeah, that's really she that's really the star of the story. I mean, I don't know if she's. I wouldn't say she's okay. Is can it, anyone be okay after that? I don't know. 
Probably feels right. better. She probably feels a bit better. Yeah, I don't know. You know when you're uh, really yeah yeah gassy? two days two day two two days later the woman had recovered and was well enough to go home, <laughs> only to shove a fucking uh, a growler up her fucking piss hole. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, God she was like, damn it, man. She she went. She just went home and went. <laughs> That was child's I got so much play. more space up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was child's play. Oh, we need to up, man, we need to up like, the ante. I like, you know, I don't yeah, I don't want to king shame. Like that like if if you're into putting stuff up your urethra, by all means do it. But like You know what? Dude, I think I'm okay I, I with king like, don't shaming do, don't, when it do, goes to the level of like I'm fine you're, with kink shaming when it's no, like you're just doing no, shit that's no, gonna hurt no, you. No, you shouldn't. You no, shouldn't. No, no, you shouldn't. no, no, no. It's just no. like it's like look, like okay, I get it, I get it. You want something up your urethra, okay? If you want something real thick up your urethra, dude, there's things you can buy that come with like, like built-in ergonomics of the thing that prevents it from getting lost up there. That's why. Yeah. That's why butt plugs have a fucking base. That's what I'm saying, you know, like that's like, what I'm saying. Don't I'm take saying, a I'm glass saying, I'm and saying shove it, it up. Once it goes past the, once it goes to the, this could hurt me slash kill me level. But, no, 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 like, no, no, but then no, you're getting no. into paraphilia. Like it could be no, like, no. there could be mental illness. It, no, could, no. it could be a mental thing. No, what Taylor's like, trying to say is that he is okay with king shaming when his tax dollars are affected. <laughs> like when somebody right. ends right. up in the hospital right. and it's fucking Taylor's dime. <laughs> yes. That's paying for guys. it. Then he's thank pissed. you. Thank oh. you for thank you for explaining that in a way that I obviously couldn't at first. I, 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 I that's perfectly that perfectly illustrates you know, my sentiment. You know what's really funny is I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be quite honest right now. I think it's that, the balance sheet. I think I'm that, not okay with it. I think that if you were to stack this episode up with the catalog of episodes that we put out, it's the worst the one. Six years, this might be one of the worst ones we've ever done. Yeah, and for sure. and and what's really funny is. My interview on White Coat Black Art is coming out tomorrow, oh, yeah, and we're really gonna funny. get it. I think we're gonna get a big, big influx of people. A people that are gonna be pissed because I said some shit that I don't think people are gonna be okay with hearing, and so we're gonna get have the haters coming already. But then those haters stumbling onto this episode is the first episode that they listen to. You know what my thought is? You know, like, have, you know what I say? We're gonna, you know have, I say? We're gonna have a hard week welcome. next week. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jared, yeah, Jared. At least week. after they listen, they won't be mad at you. They'll be mad at me. But uh, the. <laughs> The funny thing is, like yeah. this this version, the last hour version of myself is the version of me I don't like much. It's my least favorite version of myself. Holy and here shit. it is, you know, you have six hundred conversations. Well, that happen. Folks, out. with that said, uh, we have some. We do. Ha- we actually do have some really incredible episodes coming up. And uh, and I wanna I wanna plug one episode. We, we so we because Taylor was about to have this baby, or it, or you know, by this time we're recording this is released he might even have it even though it's actually going to wait until saturday apparently um uh we in preparation for this we've we've actually recorded enough episodes to get us through at least for monday episodes to get us through to the end of june so we have a big catalog back catalog of of shows that we're excited to get to you because we've got a lot of really great ones but we just recorded today um which is the same week that this is coming out this episode uh we just recorded an episode that's that we're going to put out on Monday um, with a young man named Brad who has Huntington's disease. And um, the reason we're putting it out is because there's a big fundraiser happening for Brad and for his family. And we are so, so excited for this fundraiser because it's doing really well and we want to see it like get to the end. Um, Brad's Huntington's has progressed quite uh, drastically over the last four years and um, obviously, with a prognosis like that, it's it's not uh, it's not a great future. Um, you know, things are things are likely going to go downhill continuously and progress quicker and quicker. And so, uh, this fundraiser that's being put on by our friend Katie Mahoney is uh, is looking to send Brad and his family over to Europe. And we're so happy to um, to have had Brad and his mother Peggy on the show. It's coming out Monday, and I really like. It's such a genuine, sweet, beautiful episode. We hope you tune in to listen to it, and uh, we also hope that you 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 um, contribute to to the fundraiser that Katie's putting on because it is a really special thing, and we feel really grateful to have had that conversation with Brad. So we don't typically like give you heads up for episodes coming out, but we recorded it today. We want to get it out as soon as possible because the timing of it all is just like 
uh, paramount. And so we are uh, we're really excited and looking forward to that. Having said all that, thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, <laughs> we hope you all five of you that made it. This yeah, we far. hope you tried. Um, but we will be back uh, as always Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. If you want to catch these Friday episodes, they are on YouTube. You can watch the silliness take uh, take place before your very eyes. Um, hit subscribe there, and of course, leave a comment below. Let us know what you think about how uh, how much Brian's a piece of shit. And uh, and if you're listening to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and a review. On Spotify, you can leave a little rating, which would be really sweet. You can do that on your mobile app. And uh, for everybody else uh, that's been contributing to the podcast through our Patreon, we we thank you so much because uh, it wouldn't be the same without you. And uh, I, the 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 uterus to a thousand to a thousand times its size. I mean, if you if you know otherwise. Let us know. I mean, we, you know, we talked to a lot of professionals yeah. that would that would know the answer to that, but we don't have access to them at all times. So uh, let us know if you have any additional information on that, because that is fascinating. I remember Kyla saying that to me the other day, and I had the exact same reaction that you guys had. I went, what the fuck are you talking about? That, that doesn't make any sense. But now, you know, all the interwebs say it. So if the interwebs is wrong, let us know. Letters at sickboypodcast.com. And if you want to be a guest on the show, Go to sickboypodcast.com slash contact and fill out the form. And uh, if you guys feel like uh, I'm outnumbered here by Taylor and Jerry and you want to join the post-episode conversation over on Discord, you can join us there and give me some backup so that I, I don't feel as bad. Um, I don't know like how much backup Discord you're is in the description. Backup, yeah, backup of the shit you said, I need dude. Backup. Get I need some... backup. Uh, but thank you so much to the people who make this show happen. The Sweet Potatoes. Over on Patreon, uh, Jeff Lonis, our manager, Richard Coin for the theme music. We love you guys. That is it for this week. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. And I'm Jeremy. And this is Sick Boy. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.